welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so grateful that you are joining me here today. The Soul Circle Podcast is a podcast dedicated to sharing stories, talking about all the things that we go through, and really, really just reminding you that you aren't alone. We're all in this together, and that is what really makes the journey that much sweeter is you don't have to do it by yourself. You're here with a community of people ready to walk the journey beside you. And that is really what makes this podcast so unique. It is not only just a podcast, but it is also a community space that you can find over on Mighty Networks. The link is below in the show notes or also head over to jenniferbeltoff.com and you can find it there. And we start the conversation on the podcast. We begin it right here, but then we continue it over in the community space. So I would absolutely love it if you came on by, said hello, introduced yourself. It's completely free. And it is really just a great way to connect with others. So come on by. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. And for this week, I really wanted to talk about tapping in to that inner joy you felt as a child. And just take a moment to pause and go back to that, thinking about when you weren't worried about what other people were thinking. You, you didn't even know what the expectations of the world were going to be laid on you. You know, you just, you wanted to have fun. You were ready for an adventure. You were ready to take a cardboard box and turn it into a rocket ship. You know, there was just all this imaginative, amazing play where you didn't feel those restrictions of anything really holding you back. And I think about when I was younger and I used to love to make up dance routines and I would practice them on my front lawn. I didn't worry about who was walking past or if my neighbors were looking down. I didn't have a care in the world. I was just totally in my own little world, in my own little zone, you know, just making up those, these routines and practicing them. I also remember, I don't know if you guys had to do this, but we had to memorize a poem when I was younger. And I had chose Homework, Oh, Homework by Shel Silverstein. And I had this little box that I kept my props in. And, oh, I would be out there for hours practicing that poem with my props, getting ready for my my big presentation at school. And again, not even giving a care in the world of who was watching me. Just think about those days, you know, when when you just laughed out loud, totally without a worry or care in your mind. When you were just you, you know, you, were, you weren't worried, you know, if you were making a fool of yourself, you were just living in the moment. And I know now, like, I have this lens of like, oh no, someone's looking at me. Someone's watching me. Someone's thinking what I'm doing is uh, silly or stupid or just, you know, giving me that kind of side eye. And I worry about, you know, what others are thinking. And, oh, when just like the weight of that on you, you feel it, right? Like when you start to be concerned and worried about what others are thinking about you, you just feel that weight on your shoulders. And there's really no reason. (laughs) There really isn't. Because let's be honest, most of the time we're worried about what others are thinking about us. That means others are doing the same exact thing, worrying about what others are thinking about them. So no one's really thinking about you except yourself. And all this worry and this 
overanalyzing, all it really does is just hold us back from joy. It doesn't allow us to fully sink into the moment, to really, really just be who we want to be, be who we are meant to be, right? Now, if you know anything about Beltoff family weddings, you will know that they are absolutely filled with dancing. Like my entire family just loves to bust a move out on the dance floor. And for years, so many years, I was a complete wallflower. I would sit at the table, you know, tapping my foot on the floor, wanting to get out there, but not doing it, you know? And I think I've shared the story before on the podcast because it's, it's, oh, like I feel it still to this day, like that longing to want to be out there and just watching and seeing everyone having this great time and me, you know, just sitting at the table, having conversation, but really just wanting to be out there, you know? And I just held myself back because I was just worried what others were going to think about me. I worried that I didn't know how to dance. I didn't have any moves, you know, but come on, like really, who knows how to dance? It's just moving your body however feels good and right for you. We all can do it. And now I am a dancing machine. I am out there on that dance floor, not even giving a care in the world. And I think about the joy that like bubbles up in me when I'm dancing. Because I even do it in my own kitchen. You know, it, it is complete and total joy for me to just put on music and allow myself to just be free. You know, and that, that joy comes from that not worrying, that not caring, that, that just being you in the moment. And it's so important for all of us to tap into that, to, to find it again, to really unearth it. And I know this past year, oh, it put us through the ringer, right? And we almost feel like it's harder now to find the joy, but it's there if we look for it. If we're willing to, you know, just kind of really tap into it in some way or another. And during this past year, because it was kind of darker and the things that I was able to do that I couldn't, that really always brought me joy, I kind of had to find new and different things to do, you know, and even just not being able to be around my nieces and nephews who would really bring out that childhood joy in me, you know, We had to figure it out ourselves. And I remember talking to Dustin and saying, like, we we need to do, you know, like something fun, something that like we normally wouldn't do. And we pulled out board games that I had in the basement and just started playing them. Ones that you would play with a five-year-old, but us, two grown adults, just playing together and just having so much fun. You know, we played the game of life. We played memory. It just, it took us back. And it's not you know, things don't have to be these big grand things. It can just be like small little moments like that, that really unlock that happiness. I was also seeing a lot of really creative people on social media and they were, um, drawing these beautiful, fun, creative things out of chalk. And then they would place their kids in the drawing. So for example, One was like all these balloons. And then the little boy was like holding them as if he was like getting flown away by the balloons. And everyone I saw, it was like a kid, you know, in the picture. But I'm like, I could be that person in the picture. It doesn't have to be a kid. I have sidewalk chalk, you know. And so I grabbed my sidewalk chalk and I went outside and I 
I drew an entire scene and then Dustin photographed me in the scene and it was just so much fun, you know? I really think tapping in to that inner joy is just getting back to your roots, getting back to really what fills you up. And then not having a care in the world what other people are going to think about what you're doing. Because what you're doing makes you so happy, that's all that matters, you know? Just ugh, tuning into that happiness, tuning into that joy. I find as I'm getting older, like I'm loosening the reins on caring about what others think. Like before, oh, I was clutching it so, so, so tight, you know? And just it was, it was top, of, top of mind always. And now it's like, oh, nah, I don't really need to. I mean, there are definitely times, absolutely, it still comes up. I mean, we're all human. Like when I'm in my car and I really just want to sing and then I pull up at a stoplight and someone is next to me and nope, I just instantly stop singing. But it's funny because when I hear or see someone doing it, it just makes me smile because I love that they are just so in, into it, you know, and not, not caring at all. And just really, really, really enjoying their moment. So how do we tap into that? You know, how do we tap into that free spirit that is inside you and it's knocking and it's wanting to come out? You know, it's there, right? You feel it inside you. How do we tap into not worrying about what others are thinking or being who you are before the world told you who you needed to be? right? Like remember when you were younger and everything was just amazing and you didn't know that there was going to be these restrictions or limitations or anything. You just had this wild, amazing imagination and it took you wherever you wanted to go. How do we tap into that? How do we tap into dancing like no one is watching and just really dancing and feeling it and moving and just doing what exactly your body wants to do? Tapping into that imagination of turning a cereal box into a fish tank. Like really tapping into that. And remember, others are just so consumed about what others are thinking about them that they're not even thinking about you. And if someone laughs at you or, you know, gives you that strange look, really, I mean, who cares? Does it really matter? Let's tap into what feels good. That's what I really want to really do today. Like get back to our roots. Take a moment. Let's just take a moment and think about what brought you joy as a child. When you were younger, what were your most favorite things to do? Who were you with? What were you, what were you doing? Where were you? For me, it was Definitely reading. Like, I was always a bookworm. I absolutely loved, loved to read. And at first, we had this super little tiny public library that was just down the block from where I lived. And I would walk there and just peruse the shelves, bring home any book. And then the library moved to across town, which was kind of fun because it then also tapped into another thing that I loved and brought me joy which was just jumping on my bicycle and exploring. And so, so many times I would jump on my bike and head across town to the library. And I loved going down like little streets that I never knew were there or just 
seeing things, you know, that I didn't know. And it was just amazing. And it felt like total, absolute freedom. I also loved writing that. Oh, I mean, still to this day, right? I love it. But back then, same thing. Anything artsy and crafty. Oh, that was totally my jam. <laughs> you could find me creating just anything and pulling out supplies and making just collages. Like I loved clipping things out of magazines and making all sorts of collages. I loved cutting and pasting. I loved taking photographs. And that's back in the day when we had film, right? I remember getting even just like my first black and white film and being so excited to use it. My brothers and I, we had a basketball net in our backyard and we just had the best time with this. And again, nothing was digital. So we had no idea how it was actually going to come out. But we took a tall ladder and we put it next to the basketball hoop. And like we made it look like we were dunking, you know, so like you're hanging off the ladder, holding onto the rim. And then we would take pictures of each other with the black and white fancy film, of course. <laughs> and we could not wait to get those pictures back to see like, did they actually come out as, you know, like we imagined it to be in our heads. And a couple of them did. And it was just so much fun, like just that exploration that like coming up with this idea of like, oh, we want to take pictures of us dunking, but we can't get up there. How do we do it? You know, and like scheming together, placing the ladder in the right way, trying to get that right angle, like great, great times, you know, and then the surprise because it wasn't that instantaneous. Oh, look, we did it. Or look, we have to move this this way. That surprise that it did actually work, you know? So I loved taking photographs as a kid. But think about like, when's the last time you did all those things that you loved doing as a kid? I have a camera that I don't even remember the last time I picked it up and played with it. You know, I don't even really like snap that many photos on my phone as I used to. Like I've lost that creative photography side of me that I absolutely have always loved. And it's interesting because just until this moment, I didn't realize like how much photography was in me throughout my whole growing up, you know, in a totally different way, of course, but it was always there, you know, but how can we find a way to, to integrate those things that we love to do when we were younger back into our life now? How can we give ourselves permission to, to be silly, to just laugh out loud wildly and just let loose? Thinking about some of the things that I love to do, like even just jumping on my bicycle and heading out across town to the library. Last year we were home, you know, the entire year. And I didn't take my bicycle out really that much. And I wonder why, you know, like, what else was I doing? <laughs> we were all just here. But you kind of forget, right? You forget all those things that bring you joy. You forget those things that really light you up. And it takes intention and motivation to actually say, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, it makes you happy, right? But then like, okay, I have to get my, my shoes. I have to get my bicycle helmet. 
have to get my water. I have to figure out, okay, where am I going to go? Am I going to go this way, that, you know, how much time do I have? And all those things like start popping in your mind. You're like, oh, no, I'll just, I'll, I'll do something else instead. And you don't go and do it. But when you push yourself to do it, right? When you push yourself out that door, oh, I know that feeling of just being so glad that I did it, right? It can take me so much to get out that door, but I never regret once I'm finally out there and doing what makes me happy. It's time to get back to that, right? It's time to just really do all those things. And one way to make it a little bit more fun is like bringing a friend along for the ride. Do you have someone who would be up for doing any of those childhood things that you love to do? Even if it is just like pulling out paint and seeing what happens, you know, or pulling out a board game, playing hopscotch. When is the last time you played hopscotch? (laughs) Box ball, anyone, you know, like again, just doing those little things that don't take a lot. You know, it's not a, a crazy vacation, a huge commitment. No, it's just a few minutes of your time blowing bubbles. Really just tapping into the joy. The other day, Justin and I were talking and he brought up a story about our very first Christmas together. And it was a story he never had told me. And it made me laugh so hard, like tears started falling from my eyes. And that, oh, that joy that comes from that just amazing laughter. Like that's the joy I want to always tap into and really just like feel and be in and know because it feels so, so good, right? Do you think you can give yourself permission to play? And I know as adults, that kind of feels like a crazy word to say, right? Like play, like I need more time to play. You're like, no, I need actually more time to clean the dishes and do the laundry and all the work I have to do. But no, we also need the play. We really, really need that playful, creative time where you're just doing everything to bring you joy intentionally, you know, really like carving out that time for that. The same way you would carve out time to make dinner or fold the laundry or do that thing on your to-do list. Like what if we started adding play? to our to-do list? What if that became a mandatory that you had to do it? How would that feel? What would that do to you if play was a mandatory? I think it's time, right, that we do put it on our list, that we make it a mandatory, that it becomes something that we have to do. Think of the way it would change and alter some of your relationships. Because when you introduce more joy, you're able to introduce more lightness, more airiness, opening up that door to connection in a whole new, different way. Allowing kind of that heaviness that is on your shoulders all the time to just lift off for a little while. Giving yourself a chance to breathe, right? We need that too. It's just that, oh, that collective deep breath. Introducing play is really introducing, oh, 
I just like, I feel it when I say it, I just feel that joy inside. I feel like my heart smiling, my, my need for it. And it's going to look so different for all of us, right? Which is absolutely amazing. And what makes it so wonderful for me, if I think about introducing play now, right? Where I am in my life now, what it looks like, it absolutely looks like jumping back on my bicycle and getting out there and exploring. And it's springtime. It's like the perfect time to be introducing play here in the Northeast, at least. (laughs) It's springtime. It might be different where you are. But here, like you're just beginning to hear all the birds chirping. You're beginning to have those days where the sun stays out so much longer. And it is that it's almost an invitation to get outside and play, to pick up a basketball and start dribbling. You know, when I was younger, I could really fancily dribble through my legs as I was walking. Can I do that now? I don't know. Maybe I should give it a try, you know, (laughs) play around with it. I have a hula hoop collecting dust in my garage. It's time to pull it out. See what I can do with it. You know, what do you have just laying around? that you can turn into play and fun and joy. What about that cardboard box you just threw away with your cereal? What can you create out of it? You know, and we're not doing it to like make something that's going to last forever. We're doing it for the moment. We're just living in that moment of joy. And I think that's what we forget as we're older. Like as a kid, you're just creating to create. You're not creating because it's going to serve a bigger, broader purpose. You just want to have fun, you know, and your little mind is going and you're thinking about all the ways this can become that, or that can become this, or I have this now, what can I do with it? And then maybe you end up tossing it, you know, but it's that creation time, that time where you're really getting the juices flowing. Do it for that, you know, really do it just for the fun of it. (laughs) When is the last time you ever did something just for the fun of it? You know, jump in your car, go find a park that you've never been to and explore it. See what's right around your corner that might have been there the whole entire time you've been living where you're living, but you never knew it was there because you never went down that street. I have found that when I used to drive to work, what I would do every once in a while, not, you know, often, but is to just try to find a new way home. Because I would so be on autopilot, right? Where like you're half the time driving home, like I can tell I wasn't even thinking because it was 100% just autopilot. And then sometimes you make it home, you're like, how did I even, how did I even get here? Because your mind is somewhere else because you, you're just going. But then in trying to find that new way home, uh, sometimes I got lost <laughs> for sure. Sometimes I found parks or I even found like this beautiful lake that I didn't even know was there with these amazing, cute little sailboats on them. And also just by like going down different side roads, the sun looked different as it was setting. And you just like, you see the world through different eyes because now you're paying attention because you're trying to figure out where you have to go or what's going to be your next turn rather than just being like, oh, I can just basically be on cruise control down the highway. So maybe just even jump in your car and go exploring. See what is around the corner from you. If we don't start diving into 
joy and play now. When will we ever do it, right? The time is now. Let's do it. Let's, you know, rub up that excitement and just dive in. So you know where I'm going with this, right? Because I always love to give you writing prompts to kind of dive into from each of our topics every week. So this one, I want you to list three things you loved doing as a child. What were they? Anything. It could be anything at all. Was it playing with your Barbie dolls? Was it maybe even giving them new hairstyles and then hoping that the hair would grow back? (laughs) Because I've done that. (laughs) But the hair never grows back. Was it playing um, tennis? I don't know. Like what, what were those things that you loved to do as a kid? Who were you with when you were doing them? Did you need like anything special to do it or was it just things you kind of had around your house? So make that list. And then next to each one, write the date of when you did them last. When was the last time you did these really amazing, fun things? The things that brought you joy. And now here comes the challenge. I challenge you to pick one of those things off your list and do it. Yes, do it. Invite someone along to do it with you. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Don't worry about how silly it feels. In fact, tap into that silliness and really allow it to wash over you and feel it and be it and know it. And hold on to that feeling so you can feel it later when things might not be so good, when you might be struggling, when you really need to kind of unearth the joy to help you through. Do it. Have the utmost fun with it. And then... Come on over to the community space and share it because we want to hear what fun things you're doing. We want to be inspired by what you're doing. And seeing what you're doing will encourage others to do something too. So come on over and share it. Or post a photo on Instagram and tag me with at jbeltoff because I I would love to see it and I would love to cheer you on. Or drop me an email and share whatever it is you're doing. Remember, we are all in this together. And you might think like, oh, this feels silly. This feels totally out of my comfort zone. But we have to go out of our comfort zones. We have to keep pushing ourselves. Just keep going beyond. And really feeling that joy, really feeling what you felt like when you were young. And you didn't have a care in the world. Let's feel that even if just for a moment, let's feel it because it will feel so good right? It will absolutely feel so good. I cannot wait to hear and see what you have done. And I will also be sharing in the community space about what I did. So come on by again. It is the Soul Circle community. We're going to continue our conversations over there. We're going to continue to meet one another, to share with one another, and just a place where you can show up exactly as you are in your pajamas, your hair, total mess, you know, you just being you and your most beautiful radiant light. Cannot wait to meet you over there. And I thank you so, so much for being a part of this journey with me, for helping me also see that I'm not alone on it, that we are in this together. I am here every Sunday sharing stories and all sorts of things in this podcast. And if there's anything that you want me to talk about, anything you're curious about, please drop me a note. So I would love to hear that. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Have a great week ahead.